It's Against All Odds presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here, and you could bet on the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you could check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filtered by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 or older and present in select states. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC slim fit trouser, but I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. It's a lot later for the East Coasters, the Parley Kid and Brother Brian. We'll get to them in a second. Mikey Meatballs here producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the D3, Harry, Brother Brian, Darren, the Parley Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's happening, Sal? What's going on, buddy? It's very, very late for you guys. Parley kid, brother Bry on the East Coast. It's, uh, I mean, no human being should be awake at this hour. But brother Bry, I know you have, you usually go to bed three, four in the morning, right? Yeah, you, I do. Can't, but there can't be any sports going on. Although I when wish, you, uh, I wish one of these in. baseball games start a little bit later. These, they're ending a little too quick for me. <laughs> yeah, what happened? Um, I guess it didn't matter if Seattle would have gotten a home. I'm trying to think of so the West Coast teams. Yeah, it did end early and the series ended early. Four sweeps. We're going to talk about those and uh, and the implications. Boy, I can't believe there's no third. Harry, there's no Thursday baseball. Unbelievable. No. Four two yeah. O's. Four Craziness. Um, by the way, Twins win two nothing. How many pitchers, Harry, in that game? Still, I'm going to say nine. Eleven. Finally, mm. <laughs> <laughs> kid, this is nuts. I it, it used to be about uh, you can ruin the rotation with this series. Like, no, it doesn't matter because everybody goes three innings, four innings. So it doesn't really. I, I don't think it, there's a a benefit other than, you know, not, not having the opportunity to get eliminated early. I'm not sure there's a benefit for the Braves and the Dodgers and the Astros and uh, the Orioles. Is there, I mean, everybody's, everybody's staff is intact. Yeah. I don't, it, it seems like it's Sal. I, look, I guess it's something that we got to get used to. This is the way yeah. baseball is right now. Um, just after these starters get about five, that's their requirement these days in the playoffs. And then mm-hmm. it's just relief pitcher after relief pitcher, matchup after matchup. It is what it is. 
10 in the Diamondbacks Brewers. Yeah. 10 in the Diamondback Brewers, uh, eight in the Phillies. Uh, I don't know. I can go on and on. I don't want to sound like an old man, but it is, Brian, I think it's like it's good because it's it, now we're down to eight teams, right? And you can't feel too bad for teams like Toronto and Tampa Bay. I mean, Tampa Bay had 99 wins, but this is it. If you're a wild card or if you're, if you're the winner of the least competitive division, this is what you're up against, right? Yeah, well, that's why you got to want you. That's why you got to have one of the two best records in in, in baseball, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. you got you got to win your division. Well, I shouldn't say that. You in should, your league, I, I yeah. shouldn't say that, right? Because obviously, the Rays the Rays had a great record, but again, that's why you mm-hmm. got you got to win your division there. You know, so yeah, I I like it. I'm, I'm totally fine with it. I do think we'll see after this year, right? Like if there's an advantage to playing this first week, right? If you know, like, is it bad for the Braves to be off a week? Like, do ba- That's should, what I'm ba- saying. Yeah, should right. baseball yeah. teams be off a week? Because we'll, we'll know this year if the Braves get knocked out again to the Phillies. Worked out for the know, Phillies some, last year, something right? Something they might have to look at. And as it is now, well, we'll get into it when we go over the matchups, but the Braves, so it's Wednesday night. It's late. I, me- I mentioned it was late. It's late Wednesday night. They don't play till Saturday, Philly and Atlanta, right? We'll take that series, for instance. So, Plenty of break there for for the Phillies, right? As far as baseball goes, and then game two is Monday, so Nola could pitch Monday. Yeah, they they don't have to go the, you right. know, they can get two games in and Nola's in. All right, we'll we'll get to the nitty gritty of the MLB playoffs later on. Sharp Tank coming up. These guys give their best bets. They were three and zero last week. College football. We're going to break down the big four games of the weekend, but right now Thursday night football and nothing to go against it. Chicago. At Washington, this line was all over the place. Uh, started at six and a half, went to seven, then five and a half, and now Bry, it's up to six, right? Yeah, back to Commanders six. Commanders are favored. Forty-four and a half is the over/under. Um, I could be convinced of anything here, <laughs> absolutely anything going on in this game. But uh, we have to pick a side, and I'm going to go plus six. I mean, both teams have looked so bad. And but yet they're probably both coming off their best performances, right? Mm-hmm. Washington, uh, even in a losing matter, uh, losing to Philadelphia, should have won, should have gone for it for two, uh, at least should have had the chance to win. Chicago in a losing um, result there against Denver had a twenty-eight-seven lead. You know, little effort, little life out of the Bears. Both coaches though coming off forgettable performances, like I said. Uh, Riverboat Ron has to lose the nickname for not going forward for two. Uh, Chicago, fourth and one. They get blown up when they maybe should have kicked a field goal. But, um, you know, say what you will about Justin Fields, 31st completion percentage, uh, third in interceptions. Sam Howell takes too many sacks. This is going to be an ugly game probably. Uh, But I'm looking at the defenses and neither are to be trusted. Of course, the Bears are, like I said, worst or second worst in the league to Denver. Commanders, not much better. Uh, they held the Cardinals to 16 in the opener, and now they've allowed at least 33 points in every game. So I'm going to, with such little trust in both defenses, I'm going to take the points. It's probably a mistake, but I think it's like 28-24. Uh, Paulie Kidd, you're with me with the Bears. Yeah, I'm with you here with the Bears, Sal, but again, very reluctantly, I would mm. say, uh, in jumping on this. Uh, just look, I'm, I'm banking on the fact that regardless of the Bears losing. And I would think that both teams are reeling off their loss, right? Like they, they both mm-hmm. lost in tough uh, fashions the other day. 
and especially, I guess, Washington coming off a divisional loss uh, and playing their guts out against a really good Eagles team that they might just be a little bit more, um, I don't know, uh, you know, maybe looking past this one and uh, still mm-hmm. looking back at, at the previous game. And I'm banking on the fact that Fields, regardless of that final outcome, uh, did gain some confidence in that game as he was at one point, I believe, 23 for 24 passing, albeit probably against right. a terrible Denver defense. But I would think, regardless of how that game finished, that he came out of that game and he found something. Uh, and I'm hoping that can carry over. And I'm hoping this game, too, he makes some plays with his legs, like the big-time plays we saw him make last year which he right. hasn't yet made this year. I think that's coming. Maybe on this Thursday matchup, prime time, uh, he'll you know he'll tuck that ball and uh, you know he'll scamper for 30, 40, or 50 yards, and in some cases maybe even a long touchdown run. Fields maybe keeps them in this. That's what I'm banking on here, Sal. Take Chicago plus the six. All right. Uh, Bri, you, like I said, I could com- be convinced of anything. And so you're going against me and I'm not mad at you for it. Yeah. Minus six, Washington. Look, I went back and forth in this. I want to take the Bears, but I just can't do it. Look, they've lost 14 straight games. And do you know in those 14 straight losses, they've given up at least 25 points per game? At least hmm. 25, which if Washington gets to 30, I don't think they cover here. That's what I was trying to figure out. And like they are one ten and one against the spread in their last 12, the bears. So it, it's just hard to take them. They lost by double digit to the bucks and Packers so far. They blew that 21 point lead to the Broncos, which was awful basically in the fourth quarter, short week on the road. Cause that I can't take them in Washington. You could say you, like you said before, so probably played their best game of the week last week. I think they get a bunch of sacks on fields. I mean, you could say the same bears might get a bunch of sacks on, on Howell too, but I'm taking the commanders. I think it's a 30 to 20 game. All right, Harry, you're uh, we're split on this. You also like the commanders. Yeah. You know, I mean, I might lose this bet, but I just, I just can't have the bears. Bry made a couple points that I was going to make too. It's, it's amazing. 14 straight games, 14 straight. The Bears have given up 25 points or more. That's crazy. Team is a complete train wreck. Six of the last seven games they've lost have been by double digits. And Washington did play really tough last week in Philadelphia for the second second straight year in Philadelphia. I think Howell is going to torch them at Chicago's defense, which is awful. I, I see this being like 34-17. I think they pull away late and win this game by 17. All right. And Harry is backing his pick with his cartoon, right? I mean, Harry had, and his cartoon, you can see it on his um, uh, social handle at AAO Harry. You had an encounter with a bear. It was almost, um, well, I don't want to ruin the ending for you. I mean, you are here. So, uh, yeah. but the cartoon version of you made it out as well. Sal, I made it out of life. We haven't Good seen job. it yet. We haven't seen Harry it yet. Locks. Oh, you haven't seen it? Yeah. yeah Harry Locks. Harry Locks. Um, <laughs> There you go. All right. Second, so straight, second straight cartoon I'm in a dress, Brian. <laughs> really? <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Dorothy last week. Yeah. This is amazing. Well, you got to win. You haven't, you can't win a Monday nighter unless you take the Lions. So I know. Uh, Lions and, and Thursday uh, going nighter. against the Bears. All right. Let's uh, do a prop here. Uh, I'm taking fields under 33 and a half yards. Longest completion minus 114. He's hit this the last five games. He does not throw long, even when they're down four touchdowns. It's incredible to see. And now listen, 
I know with this bet, I'm always a broken tackle away from losing it. But um, <laughs> this is, he doesn't throw long. He really doesn't. And I'm trying to think. Hurts connected on a bomb last week. And Russell Wilson had that dumb, meaningless Hail Mary. Otherwise, Washington secondary has kept it all short. Everyone's been under 34 yards uh, the rest of the season. So I'm going to go fields to keep it going under 33 and a half long, longest completion in yards. Parley Kidd. Herbert over 61 and a half rushing receiving. Yeah, I'm taking uh, Herbert over 61 and a half rushing receiving yards combined at minus 114, Sal. Uh, finally, you know, we talk about looking for some offense from this Bears team. Herbert has always been a very productive player when he's given the chance. Last week was given 18 carries, uh, rushed for over 100 yards. Uh, for the season, he's averaging about 70 yards per game rushing and receiving. We're looking at over 61 and a half yards uh, and against the defense. that's quite frankly, not that good. This could be a big night for Herbert. If the bears continue to ride him, which they should, he should be getting about 15 to, to 18 carries. Once again, a few receptions out of the backfield. I think he goes over this uh, quite easily here. Sal. So take Herbert over 61 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Boy, I hope if it's a bad game, it's it is the way we're all predicting it. I mean, two bad defenses. Let's see 34-31, right? Yeah, right. I'd hate to see 16-3 Bry right. yeah, going into the going into the fourth not, between these let's two. Not, let's not. You know, they, they did play they yeah. did play Thursday last year and it was 12 to 7. It was, right? Well, that, yeah. yeah, that was that was one of like the six bad games uh, yep. on Thursday last year. That's right. Uh all right, Bry, uh, DJ Moore over 48 and a half. Minus 113, is that right? Yeah, look, one of the few positives so far for the Bears has been DJ Moore the last few games, right? Last week, he was 8 for 131. In week two, he was 6 for 104. And look, the Commanders have given up 802 receiving yards in four games to wide receivers, which is six worse than the NFL through the first four weeks. 48 and a half just seems really low to me because he's... I, I know, Sal, you have the under for Fields' longest completion. But Moore's had yeah. a couple long receptions, close to 30 pretty much in three mm -hmm. straight games. So he might get it, you know, on, on two catches here potentially in this game. So mm -hmm. I love him going over here. I think he could easily get to 70, 75, 80 yards here. All right, Harry, we're all over the overs. I mean, it's yeah. definitely going to be 16-3. Yeah. You have McLaurin. <laughs> McLaurin over four, over four and a half receptions at minus 118. I think him and Howell are starting to click lately. Um, he had five, he's had five or more in his last three games. He had eight last week in Philly. And in his, McLaurin's last three Thursday games, two of those, <laughs> he's had at least seven catches. So I'm going to go over four and a half on Thursday. All right. Uh, First touchdown. Now we haven't had, is it fair to say we haven't had a lot of luck um, <laughs> doing this <laughs> four games, 16. We try to do this as a team, right? Even though we're all picking individual ones and, uh, and Harry will remind us if he's the only one who hits uh, every three weeks or so, but uh, we're all for 16 mm. for four weeks. We do the Thursday mm. game for God's sakes. Let's do it. And again, maybe because we have such a, so little of a feel for this game, Maybe this is the one we hit. They list Brian Robinson as the favorite at plus 380. It was 410. It was, it's now plus 380 for him to score the first touch. Nothing against Brian Robinson. He's a good player, but can you imagine he's plus 380 to score the first touchdown in this game? Like it's a, 
in high school, was he the plus 380 to score the first mm. touchdown? I don't know. McLaurin, <laughs> nine to one or 850. Fields, uh, nine to one. I'm seeing, right? Did that move? So nine right? 50, oh, yeah. 950. Sorry. Fields, 950. McLaurin, 10 to one. Polly Kid, take us away. You like Fields. Yeah, look, I just talked about Fields before, uh, thinking that uh, we're going to see him getting back to that dynamic play with him being a uh, more of a maybe rushing threat than even throwing threat this game. And I think he's due to bust a a few big ones here. Uh, Again, uh, shot in the dark. I think it's pretty decent odds for Fields at plus 950. I think if any bear gets it, I think it's going to be him. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm looking at what we're all taking and, it's, uh, you know, Harry's 32 to one long shot. Seems like it's actually the best idea here. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Harry hit us with that. I think it's 31 yeah. now. Washington defense. I'm going to take the Washington defense. Look in week one, green Bay um, defense scored a touchdown versus Chicago on a pick six by fields <laughs> in week two, Tampa Bay had a defensive touchdown versus Chicago on a pick six by fields. And last week, Denver scored a defensive touchdown versus Chicago last week on a fumble by Fields. Washington's D-line is going to put pressure on Fields. He's going to make a mistake. Bam. Touchdown, Washington. 32 on the board, Ski. Wow. All right. You know what? I'm going to have to bet a little on it. Brian, I think we do. We have to back it. We have to back Harry's pick a little bit. It makes too much sense. And by the way, Randy Gregory, oh, so sorry. You lost your job because of that last fumble six, right? The guy, the guy who's replacing a parlay kid, um, they cut Randy Gregory, right? The guy who replaced yeah. him was the one who uh, caused that fumble six last week. So, uh, sorry. Good riddance, uh, Randy Gregory. Um, Brian, what do you like? You know, it's interesting, Harry, before I get to Brian, like these, uh, I'm looking, I was looking at parlay kids feel Justin Fields. If there was a bet fields or field at like plus 800, would mm. you take it? And then I'm like, well, the field, they don't leave you much for the field. I mean, I'm seeing Cole Turner, Travis Homer, uh, Kyrie Blazing game. Like, there's, um, well, I, I think I bet a lot of these guys, Harry, up for your brother, who's a big Bears fan, yeah. to win like offensive rookie of the year, defensive player. I don't know, rookie of the year. Um, so anyway, where is your brother going to be watching this, Harry? Uh, he'll be home. Uh, you know, he has a probably, home now. Oh he's not, no, well, he's, he's with his buddy Jerry, <laughs> but I'm banking on. Uh, he doesn't make it through the whole game. <laughs> okay. What do you mean? Quarter. Maybe third he quarter. You mean he falls asleep or he doesn't yeah, survive? Falls asleep. Falls oh, asleep. I see. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, all right. I, uh, Bri, uh, Samuel, Curtis Samuel, 14 to one. Yeah. Look, I, I wish one of us had Brian Robinson right now. I do like Harry's at 32 to one. <laughs> I wish they had um, no touchdown. Like you talked about yesterday. Yeah. Right. We, uh, I don't see yeah. that. I don't see that. I wish there was. Um, the, sometimes, hold on. Sometimes you have to go to like, like a different in the, thing. Yeah, and something else that just says Fourth no, quarter, like uh, on a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. We'll find it. We'll find it for you. I know. But, uh, yeah. So get. Samuel. Yeah, but Samuel at fourteen one. Like I said, if if somebody had Brian Robinson, it would be good because the Bears have given up eight touchdowns to running back so far this season. So I guess that's how you justify the plus three eighty. It's just hard to take. Brian Robinson at 380, even though he does have four touchdowns this season. But uh, also the Bears have given up 10 receiving touchdowns so far this year. And look, Curtis Samuels had a bigger factor than Dotson so far in this season. He's been targeted more. Samuels scored the first touchdown last game, a rushing touchdown actually against the Eagles uh, for the first one last week. So Samuel at 14-1. 
I thought was decent value because he all three of those, you know, there hasn't been a lot of separation between McClure and Samuel uh, Dotson mm-hmm. so far. So 14 to one was, was decent odds. Now, could I ask you guys something too? I'm looking at, yeah. How often do you think three touchdowns happen in a game by a player? Exactly. Oh, three oh, plus. Uh, how often? I'm trying to think uh, how every, often. Uh, D- Diggs last week. Yeah, every no. Every month. Yeah, free. Right? Yeah, no, it, it happens. I feel like it happens a decent amount. I was just looking at this game for some. It just popped out to me because Robinson's 15 to one. Everybody else is basically in this game is 100 to one or more. Really? Like, yeah, I'm just saying too, if you Brian, have like actually, a wide, like that. if you had. I'm just hmm. throwing it out there, but like a DJ Moore or Justin Field scoring three rushing touchdowns or something is a sure. hundred, hundred right. to one or hundred. Speaking of hundred to one, I did find no touchdowns in the spe- in did. the game specials. <laughs> in the game specials, Oof. it's the very last one, uh, plus ten thousand. So uh, 15, yeah, I don't know. Fifteen I mean, to but, nine. <laughs> well, we're picking all overs here, and then we're gonna go no touchdowns. So <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to go Cole Komet. I don't have a lot to say about this, except we do like the tight ends. The tight ends have scored in these first uh, Thursday night, but more in the Sunday night and the Monday night games. But you get 16 and one for Cole Komet, 18 receptions, uh, 24 targets this year. I feel like Fields uh, is in sync with him. Two touchdowns last week and four red zone targets. So as good as anyone, if it gets down low, I think, and they're going to throw the ball. Cole Komet. I can turn that the first one on Thursday game he against Stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. The first one. Oh, the first Thursday. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, last Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have a same game parlay with Simmons. Check it out. I'm not sure what that is exactly, but uh, we're on a one same game parlay winning streak. Thanks to me. No, thanks to him. So uh, keep an eye out for that. We will take a break and we're going to go over our college football quartet. All right. College football week six of college football, I guess, right there a week ahead of the pros and it's the red river shootout can i say shoot i can't say shootout parlay kid rivalry wasn't it something else there was a third one too once they went they went from shootout and then that got to uh we couldn't be politically correct so you had to change that to something else what was it brian red river showdown 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 maybe yeah they tried everything um Mm. texas six and a half and 60 and a half over Oklahoma, uh, 49 nothing last year, right, Harry? Was that yep. what it was? Yep. Texas just buried them. This one opened at five and a half. Uh, both team double-digit wins across the board. Oklahoma 5-0 and oh against the spread. Texas, obviously, with the most impressive win at Alabama. Uh, yeah, so I'm looking at that 49 nothing. The teaser wouldn't have helped there, but that's what I'm doing in this game. <laughs> and if there's ever a game you don't tease, it's probably this one, right? Uh, Oklahoma, I'm doing it anyway. Plus 12 and a half over 54 and a half. They're going to last week, last year's game. Davis Bevel was six for 12 for 38 yards. Quinn Ewers still at Texas. Great game. Bijan Robinson, no longer at Texas. Great game too. 130 on the ground. There's usually a ton of scoring in this one before the 49, nothing. The previous games added up to 93, 66, 61, 98, and 103. So I expect that to return to form. Oklahoma improved. With a chip on their shoulder, that was a bad Sooners team last year. They ended up six and seven. If I tease this past double digits and get twelve and a half and bring that over under down to a number that could be surpassed early in the third quarter, I think I might be in good shape. Uh, Dylan Gabriel, three hundred fifty yards per game, should be able to put up decent numbers. Thirty four thirty is my final. Texas wins. Fine, I'm teasing the dog in the over. Harry, 
Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd take that out, but I am taking I'm taking Oklahoma with the six and a half. Everyone has given Sarkeesian and the Longhorns all the love in the world, and rightfully so for beating Saban in Tuscaloosa. But UCF transferred quarterback Dylan Gabriel, you mentioned Sal, has been excellent. Fifteen touchdowns, two interceptions, completing seventy five percent of his passes. And he was on Oklahoma obviously last year. He was injured and didn't play in that Oklahoma game where Texas blew them out 49-0. Sooners show up this year, Sal, and I'm taking the six and a half. Don't like Sark as a favorite in a rivalry like this. I'm taking Oklahoma with the six and a half. You don't like Sark at all. Well, you don't say, oh, I don't like Sark as an underdog or favorite. Um, you know, under that yard, Listen, I will say this, that he did go into Tuscaloosa and he took down Saban. Got to give him some credit for that. I understand. <laughs> but in this yeah. spot, Dylan Gabriel, you look at his numbers at Central Florida, through the roof. He had like 100 touchdowns there. He's probably he's like 24, yeah. 25 years old. And in this game, he missed last week, last year, like I said, when he's injured. Now it's his time. Shine. I took Oklahoma, by the way, when we went over our preseason picks to win the Big 12. So I got to ride them here against Texas, too. All right. All right. So Georgia, 14 and a half and 47 and a half versus Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky just beating everybody. Really? They've been very good. Blowing out everybody, including Florida last week. Georgia's been weird. Slow start in almost every mm-hmm. game. And then they get it together, Bri. Uh, twice now, I've live bet them down 10 points and they've come uh, through, obviously, still undefeated. Um, Georgia's defense actually improves in the second half. They give a, uh, they allow a little more than five points per game in the second half versus their last three opponents. Um, and I think the reason though, I don't know. I think the reason their defense was bad last week against Auburn, the first half is mostly because of quarterback runs and, and just in general for this year. And that doesn't really carry into this week. Devin Leary minus 17 rushing yards this year only two rushes for positive yards. So I think Georgia's defense clamps down and I'm taking Kentucky team points under 16 and a half. I could see it being like 24, 13, 20, 13, 20. I, I got the 13, right? I just don't know Georgia's and I'm not sure that they'll cover, but Bri, you think this is where they turn it on? Yeah, I'm taking Georgia minus 14 and a half. You know, they struggled so far against the SEC opponents, South Carolina and Auburn, but at some point they're going to put it together in the first half. They've been, they've been poor in the first half. Like you said, but and it's funny the d- defense has been dominant in the second half. But Georgia has had a ton of success against Kentucky, right? They've won 13 straight, and they've mm-hmm. won the last five at home against Kentucky by at least 17. So with Kentucky coming off that huge win versus Florida, you know, I I think even though Georgia's a little vulnerable against the run last week versus Auburn, I think Kentucky won't be able to duplicate that type of effort. And I I think. I have a similar thing. I think Kentucky has 13 points, but I'm I'm going to say it's Georgia 34, Kentucky 13. Okay. Well, yeah. the 13. All right. I yeah. like the 13. Yeah. It's just weird seeing the Georgia games looking up and it's, uh, you know, 520 left first quarter, no score. <laughs> That's what we're getting out of there yeah. uh, normally, but uh, they get it together. All right. Alabama, two and a half point favorite, 46 and a half is the over under. They're at Texas A&M, A&M four and one against the spread. Last five, they beat Arkansas by 12 on the road last week and tied uh, three and two against the spread. They crushed Mississippi State 40 17. Um, the last two games have been good 41 38, 24 20 between these two. Bama, though, two and four against the number in the last six. I'm going AM here, Parlay Kid. Uh, I like this Max Johnson, you know, beat Arkansas in spite of the pick six, got it together. I think he's got to, you know, he's got to be careful against this Alabama defense, but I think Petrino is going to get him, uh, 
going to get him in a spot where he doesn't have to do much to succeed. And they've been good against the run. That's uh, one thing that Alabama has been gashing teams with the run, right. but A&M has been pretty stout 23rd in EPA per rush. I think they're tied for 10th best success rate in the country against the run. So, um, so that, yeah, I like Alabama to win this. I don't know. Listen, I like Texas A&M to win this game, but probably kid, I was all over Alabama at the six to one to win the national title. I just thought it was a big number, but now these teams are kind of, you can kind of see what they are. And I think uh, Jalen Milrow has a little problem this week. Yeah. So, and if uh, you remember last year, Jalen Milrow played against uh, mm-hmm. Texas uh, A&M in replacement for Bryce Young in this game. And he threw for uh, barely over a hundred yards against this Texas A&M uh, defense. So, uh, you know, uh, Texas, Texas A&M probably has his number. Like you said about Max Johnson, he doesn't really get a lot of credit. You know, he's Brad Johnson's son and uh, he played at mm-hmm. LSU for a few years as well. So he's used to the big games. Uh, he's thrown for 44 touchdowns and only eight interceptions in his career, but you hardly hear his name come up in any type of conversation. But I think he's got the pedigree for this type of game to at yeah. least uh, not be affected by the bright lights of it. And like you said, Alabama is a run heavy team. Texas A&M's got the 10th best rush defense uh, in the NCAA. So advantage right there for Texas A&M, but they make Milrow have to throw the ball. They're going to win this game. If Milrow's got to take to the air more than Alabama wants him to, which I think A&M can do that. They have a very strong defensive front line, some good linebacker play. And don't forget the 12th man here. This, this crowd oh, will yeah. be crazy in this game. Texas A&M improves to 5-1. I think they win this game straight up here, Sal, against Alabama. Brian, they storm the field. Is it okay as a two and a half point underdog to storm the field? Um, no, A&M? no, but yes, they, they <laughs> will storm the field, but no, it's not okay. What's the spread? What's the appropriate spread before you, you, well, uh, a team, I, I'm, I'm okay. You look, if a team's a top five, I guess nowadays I feel like if a team's a top three team that you're playing, right. I, it probably doesn't matter if you, even if you're a favorite, if you're the home team to, to storm oh, yeah. even if you're a, a favorite. stormed yeah. the field two years ago when they beat Alabama. I mean, the problem, in, in, yeah, I mean, the problem is teams are storming the field like against division rivals when it kind of, yeah. It, uh, yeah, yeah. There's, I know, they're know, storming it like in the second but quarter. They will, like, yeah, 100% they're going to. I mean, I, I kind of hate it. I know I'm like a. We should old let the fans know this, you but, have to be. You should have to, unless it's a national championship or whatever, 20 point underdog. That's the only, that's the only time 20 and more 20, 20 point. Hmm. But if you beat, you think it's too much. You, well, no, I'm just saying if you beat Georgia though, if you beat Georgia is the one number one team in the country, you can't, if you're who and beat Georgia, well, it doesn't matter. Like, even if you're like the, really? 50, if you're the, right. if you're the number 15 in the country and you beat Georgia, who's one. Hmm. I, I think that's, I don't okay. know. I, I, hear you, Brian. I like that a little bit. I yeah. think that's, really? that's okay. I, I'm okay with that, but it just happens all the time now. It's yeah. just security guards are going to more and more are going to lose their job. You see that one guy, uh, lower his shoulder yeah. into the, the, the girl, the girl and deals. Uh, I know. Like he he missed the first fourteen dudes ran by right. him, and then he gets well, the girl. That was yeah. that was the crazy thing with that is he missed. Yeah. He, he missed. He missed. <laughs> at what point? You know, I, I don't know. That the lateral movement that, that left a lot to be desired, actually. That yeah. wasn't Darren's buddy, Von John? <laughs> oh, no, no. This should is, have, uh, have Harry's brother do that, right? Just stay. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, he'd be out of breath. That'd be great. Like, you dodge he'd be him out of breath, they, Darren. Uh, 
very foot area. You know, like a I 10 think foot radius. You'd have to, <laughs> they'd have to be a little more incentive. There'd have to be like one video poker machine 20 feet behind them. <laughs> and all these people are trying to get to it. And so he has to, right. he has to hip right. check them out of the way because he wants to play on it. Now, Sal, right. Sal, um, Sal yeah. let me ask you this question. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Are Oregon's playing, well, who do they have a road game against? They're who's, off this week. Who's their big road They're, game though this year? Uh, well, they're at Washington the, the right. following so the, week. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. sorry. Who's their big home? They have USC at home, right? They're USC, USC at home. All yeah. right, so they beat yeah. USC. Nah. There's, nah. You, no they're way. storming the field. They're, they're storming the nah. field. Archie storms yeah. the field. The security guard hip checks them. Are you okay with it? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I All think right. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Cause they, yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll seek them out and I'll pay them extra to hip check them. And my, my son should not be storming the field if they're... Well, is it going to be a pick them? I don't know. No, I know, I know. Oregon? <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I honestly, it just seemed like it was a special thing it back was, in the day. It was. And it was because, right? Yep. So, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Notre Dame, six and a half point favorite, 54 and a half to the over-under at Louisville. This line opened at seven, came down a little. I got to try and not hold a grudge here, Harry. I think I've bet yeah. against Notre Dame three weeks in a row. They're going to face four straight undefeated teams. We talked about this yesterday. Ohio State, Duke, now Louisville, and USC next week. That's um, got to be a record this late in the season, even though it's only October. But um, I watched Louisville last, what was it, Friday night? Jack Plummer was fine. I mean, he was sacked four times. Uh, that uh, That's not Notre Dame's strong suit, sacking the quarterback this year. I think they only have like 74, so 84 or something. But they should be able to pressure that Louisville front. And the Cardinals' defense has been good, but really hasn't faced a steady pass threat as Sam Hartman provides. 14 touchdowns, no interceptions. Notre mm-hmm. Dame, 5-1, five 5-1-1 and one, five, one and one against the spread this season. That's right, they pushed against Ohio State. Uh, that tight end, Mitchell Evans, seems unstoppable. Um, I think they should just throw to him as much as they can. He seems to bail them out of trouble. 30-19, Harry. I'm saying Notre Dame wins. Yeah, I think Notre Dame rolls in this one, Sal. Uh, Irish and Hartman, uh, after two weeks of playing defensive games, I think they roll it up on Louisville here, who's uh, 5-0, and but a very soft 5-0. and They beat mm. Georgia Tech, uh, barely, who lost to Bowling Green at home last week, uh, barely beat Indiana and NC State as well. Like I said, I think Irish roll it up here. Uh, running back Audrick uh, Esteem uh, got seven touchdowns this year, averaging over seven yards a carry. Mm. Pounded on the ground. Notre Dame rolls. I think Notre Dame can get to 35, maybe 40 here. I think they win by 20. Wow. Okay. That's a big, big prediction right. there. Speaking of Notre Dame tie-ins, Brian, what happened to this mayor guy? Does he, oh, he, is get, he injured or oh, he just no, never he gets, gets open? He, yeah, he plays like four or five plays a game. And and he gets, you know, he's blocking. I had to hear how great of a blocker he was, and he just got run over one play that he was in the other day. So it hasn't been a great start to them. I, 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 some of it's not his fault, but yeah, he's, it hasn't. What does he have? One? Does he have one reception? Is that right? One or two. One or two. Oh, man. They've had All him right. in there blocking a little bit more, but again, he is, they haven't had him in there much. So, I mean, I can't necessarily blame him, but, you know. Raiders draft yeah. picks. One reception, no. one reception, two yards. He's projected for four on the season, though. So that's good. <laughs> um, he can get up to four. Somebody's got to get on the Lamb- We've got to get What's on that? We got to talk to Eddie about this because you know how mm-hmm. big of a fan he we is. We got to talk to Eddie, Eddie Spaghetti. We got to, uh, yeah, Mayor. We got to talk to uh, Lombardi. I mean, his son's the offensive coordinator, right? Yep. 
Get there. Work, work that in there. All right. Uh, let's take another quick break and then Major League Baseball and Sharp Tank. Yeah, we'll be right back. All right. So there's not going to be any Thursday baseball because uh, the improbable occurred and there were four sweeps, if you will. The Rangers swept the Rays. The Twins swept the Blue Jays. The D-backs swept the Brewers, two game mm. sweeps. And the Phillies trounced uh, the Marlins. So that sets up for the weekend. Rangers, Orioles, Twins, Astros, um, Diamondbacks, Dodgers, and Phillies, Braves. So I assume there was going to be a Thursday game, but instead of picking a Thursday game, which we can't, let's go your favorite of these series. Uh, Brother Bright, we have them laid out. Maybe I should read what the numbers are first for these. Uh, so first of all, the Braves are still favored to win the, the whole uh, thing. But as far as series go, Texas, Baltimore, coin flip, minus 110 even though the Orioles are the division winners and have home field Astros twins minus minus one fifty. Astros uh, Braves Phillies minus minus one ninety four. Phillies plus plus one fifty six. and Dodgers diamondbacks minus one ninety two. We can't get a two to one favorite at any of these. No. Are you surprised? I'll that, tell you. I'm surprised. It, it, actually, it, the Astros. I, I, I mm. I'm surprised. Higher? The Astros are only minus one fifty. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think though, I think it goes back to what I said. Where, yeah, like, no. you can't say anybody costs. has a pitching advantage because the plan for everybody is to use four or five guys every game. So it just does. It just really, really ends up being just a coin toss for all of these. I mean, that's spectacular. The Braves, people scream about the Braves all year, and they're only <sighs> minus one ninety four. But anyway. <laughs> Brian, give us uh, give us your best of those. Yeah, I hate what I'm doing here, uh, but I'm going to go Astros and I'm taking them to win the series three to one, which is plus three ninety. If you think they're going to sweep, I think it's like plus five ten or something like that. But it's funny when you look at the numbers; it's a pretty even matchup. Pitching and batting sets are comparable. Uh, the Twins won the season series, but the, this these teams haven't played since May, so it's totally different now. But I think I do think the pitching matchups early in the series will favor the Astros because they're not going to be able to go with Lopez and Gray are going to have to go games two and three at least. Where I guess you could you could line up Verlander in the in game one, which is probably going to help probably have to pitch against like Joe Ryan who has sucked uh, for the last month. So. Um, I, I just trust this. The Astros lineup is healthy at the moment. So I trust them a little bit more. And, you know, maybe the twins broke the curse, but I still think that central stinks. And I'd be shocked. <laughs> I'd still be shocked if the, if the twins make it to the ALCS. Uh, so I'm going to, like I said, be, I'm gonna, I, I yeah, think that would just be they, weird. I mean, they have been better yeah. this year. They've been better than they've been the last couple of years. And there's some pieces that like, I don't know if I would necessarily trust Sonny mm-hmm. Greg against he's been great the last five or six starts, but I don't know if I trust him against the Astros lineup. Mm-hmm. This team right. is just too much experience. And like I said, I'm just, I'm surprised that, that this one, I had actually, I think this one should be higher than some of the other ones even. Uh, Cause I, I could see the diamondbacks or the Phillies pulling off an upset before the twins. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how it feels different. Ari disagrees wholeheartedly, too. (laughs) Well, I I, I do think that the line, Brian, I do think you're right a little bit. This line seems a little odd um, at Minnesota at only plus 120. I'm going to take them uh, 10 and 3 in their last 13. They finally broke the streak of 18 straight uh, losing uh, games in the playoffs and and sweeping Toronto. 
maybe law of averages here is finally on their side and the, and no one wants to see Houston succeed. And they're just eight and 10 in the last 18. You mentioned Lopez. You mentioned Sonny Gray. Yeah, maybe they got to go game two and three. But I think that's going to be okay here. Um, Lopez was an all-star. Uh, in his last 13 games, he started Minnesota's 10 and three in those games. And Sonny Gray pitched twice against Houston. He won both those games. I know you mentioned it was way back when. But still, Sonny Gray, Pablo Lopez, been fantastic for this team. They shut down Toronto. I think they might be able to do that to the Astros too, who were not again great down the stretch. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. I, I hear it, I hear all of you, and of course it starts with the pitchers. But again, Parlay kid, if they're only going to go three or four innings, why? Imagine how, how much could you talk about Mahomes if you knew he was only going to play a quarter? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, oh. I I know exactly what you mean here. It's um, yeah, you know if you're. It's like you talk about, say, Sonny Gray, like Brian mentioned, but if he's only going to go five. Right. Yeah. And how much, you know, I, I don't, I, I just, how much can he dominate in five innings? Right. Like it doesn't. Yeah. And, and it doesn't matter. It's not like he's going to go seven if he dominates. Right. Like he's gone in five. Anyway. All right. Seems like that's what they're doing. Yep. All right, but you like the Dodgers. You're going uh, chalk here. You have you had the Dodgers last night. You said Dodgers Rays World <laughs> Series. Now, I don't know that you're sticking with that. You could be, you know, you well, could look, be stubborn. I, I, at least I don't have to worry about it anymore. So that, <laughs> right, that's true. Um, so that that's that's a plus. But um, you know, we talked about yeah, I'm taking the Dodgers three. When they don't one. score any runs, you know. <laughs> well, look, you know what the. The, the, I would call the uh, Blue Jays more frauds than the Rays. I mean, the Rays. Um, yeah. No. Blue Jays have right. lost like six playoff games in a row too, Darren. No. Yeah. I look at the, the, the Rays just the 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 great regular season team. Maybe they just don't have those uh you know players to take care of it in the playoffs. But either way, so the Dodgers to win the series three games to one at plus three hundred. I think Arizona is plucky enough uh here to get like one game against the Dodgers. I mean if you really look at Arizona's season, and I, I'm a fan of uh, the way they play ball. It's a little mm -hmm. bit more old school, ceiling bases, and they'll even right. bunt move runners over at times. But, you know, they were 13th uh, in, in batting average, 20th in ERA. Uh, they don't really have the, the numbers to back it up here to beat a really good Dodger team who, as we mentioned yesterday, is kind of flying under the radar. Uh, and they have such – a proven performers like Freddie Freeman uh, is mm -hmm. a huge uh, playoff performer. Uh, they've been there. Mookie Betts. They've had a lot of guys that have been there with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Let's face it. This is new to them. I mean, they, they've gotten this. Uh, they've looked really good against what I would say is probably a mediocre Brewers team, to be honest with you. Let's face it. Yeah, they saw uh, the Brewers. Uh, Lavello, yeah. Darren. Come on. Tori Lavello. <laughs> what a job. And we're, we're bummed out because right, I, Donaldson and Kana, as Brian pointed out, are on um, the year. That's the Yankees fans. I love it. Yeah. Team um, with Gallon, uh, who was. And a bunch of nobodies. They've been hurt. The, their, their lineup in terms of their pitching staff has been like 24th in the RA in the league. You didn't go to one Maybe. game, Harry. I did. <laughs> right around the corner. And she wants game. to go to a playoff game. She told me she wants to go. You oh, should yeah, go. Go. You're going to be out of town. How, though, how right? can you not yeah. go? I mean, they got some exciting yeah. young players. Yeah. Corbin Carroll's worth the price of admission. 
You might but be right, Dave. Harry's going to go. This is going to be the best because Harry's in LA next week. He'll go to Diamondbacks <laughs> Dodgers next week, and Angie won't be able to come. That'll be great. That'll be great. Uh, <laughs> actually, when the Diamondbacks play game three in Chase Field, they're supposed to have a Guns N' Roses concert that night, so they don't know exactly what's, what they're supposed to do about it. They were scheduled to have a concert that not, oh, well, not they, thinking they should that the do them both at the same time. Why, why no. call either of them off? Yeah. Yeah, no. let, let it let it uh, let it go. Uh, I have to have a little patience. You know? uh, <laughs> nice, all right, so nice. go ahead. yeah, Very thank nice. you. You got it. Yeah, Very all right, Paulie kid. So you're Darren doesn't Dodgers. get that joke, by the way. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's uh, barely a joke. All right, three to one plus three hundred. That's what you're going with Dodgers. Yeah, um, Phillies one plus one fifty six for me. I like it. I think that's going to be the upset here over the Braves. We heard about the Braves all. I don't think we're getting the best part of the Braves right now. You know, they, I know they get freed back. He finished the season on the IL uh, with a blister. So he's going to return for this. Charlie Morton is out. So, you know, a little bit of a depleted rotation here against the Phillies. As I pointed out, they don't really lose. They don't have to move guys up because of this first series. You're going to get Wheeler Saturday, right? Probably you're going to get Nola Monday. And here I am talking about pitchers, probably kid, like it matters anyway because you're going to get three innings from everybody. So that said, I think the Phillies are hot. We saw it. the bats are, you know, um, I, I don't know how you beat the momentum they have. They probably don't even want the two days off. I'm going to take plus 156. I think they lost eight to five and uh, in competitive games against the uh, Braves this year. Yeah, eight, five overall, but I think they won two out of the last three. So that's that. Phillies plus 156. Mm. Harry, yeah, I don't hear you talking about Jeter and um, how he screwed up the Marlins <laughs> anymore. Well, he, he screwed him up, but again, he didn't make them get He didn't, do, he had nothing to do with them making the playoffs. That's I mean, did they, did, they, did, they, did they even make the playoffs? How many mm. runs did they score? Short and sweet. Good lord. <laughs> That was yeah. not good. And by the way, no one's hitting 400, Parley Kid. Remember we were talking about Arias for a minute? Oh, yeah. End up? yeah. 354. Yeah. yeah, it's just too hard. Oh, nobody's ever going to do it. Yeah. No, you, you got specialty lefty versus lefty, righty versus righty thing. No, uh, exactly. 354. You can't do it. All right. Uh, another break and uh, sharp tank when we return. Sharp Tank, these guys give me their best bets and I have to buy one of them. I don't really buy them, but I just jump on board and I pretend to like it and then we never uh, remember any of it ever again. But I do remember that these guys were 3-0 and last week. Nice job. There were two teasers in there, right? That's what's most fascinating. Two teasers and uh, ended up 3-0. and So, Brother Bry, start us off. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think I might at, like this. I, I wanted to do the weekly special again, Sal, that I had last week. I hit the plus 420, but these games are tough. Yeah. The games are tough. I could see low scoring teams being high scoring this week or high mm-hmm. scoring being low scoring. But Texas, Oklahoma. High Texas, scoring. Oklahoma. Uh, sure, sure. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to take the Steelers at plus four. Uh, mm. Look, they were bad after a big Sunday night Raiders win the week before. This game is always, we talked about this yesterday, this game is always low scoring and close. The last three were 16-13, 16-14, 16-13. Granted, it is weird in all three of those games. Jackson did not play in any of those. Uh, but right. Tomlin has had Harbaugh's number. They have won five of the last six in this matchup, nine of the last 13. Tomlin was super pissed after the last game. The performance against the Texans was really bad. This is going to be another tough defensive battle it's going to be close 
I don't know who I have to win this game, but I think it's a field field goal either mm-hmm. way. So give me uh, the Steelers plus four. It's not bad. I mean, history matters sometimes. Yeah, it really does. And this game's always close, and the Steelers defense was good. Is always up for it. All right, let me let me hear the others. Parley kid, what do you like? Yeah, hey, Brian, I do like that. I I wish. <laughs> Boy, I wish Trubisky was playing in this game. I know it Pickett's like going to play. It seems like Pickett's going to play. Uh, and uh, like you said, it's you know, it's uh, you and I, I. I was looking at that with uh, Trubisky, and you and I, even when he was with the Bears, would say, you know, this guy is not terrible. Yeah. So look at his numbers with the Bears, by the way, with some bear, bad Bear offenses even back then. Yeah, the guy actually was decent. Like it's, I can't believe his numbers. Compared to other Bears quarterbacks, you know, twenty-four and twelve. Right, um, right. He was, he's, you know, not that he's really any anything to write home he did, about. He did bring the Bears to the playoffs, Darren, one year. But boy, oh boy, I read, if I'm if I'm a Pittsburgh fan, you know, he's still young enough. Well, why couldn't he be a starting quarterback uh, right. for that? I mean, Picky can't get it done. He can't get it done. But either way, Sal, I'm going with one of my favorites here, Sal. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I'm, I look, I, I think I fit. Uh, every uh, sharp tank since football has started. Whoa. Okay. And I think most of them have been plus money. So I think I deserve to go with a minus 140 here uh, okay. in this game. And what I think is going to be a high scoring affair, the Vikings Chiefs game, Sal. Both teams to score one plus TD in each half. You know, I'm a big fan of this. Wow. That means, you know, think about that. A Chiefs, uh, Offense gets going. They're going to just, I'm asking for one touchdown in each half from the Chiefs and Vikings. Mm-hmm. Each team. Uh, we got this, Sal. Minus 140 piece of cake. It's a winner. Oh, man. That seems pretty good. Did the Vikings <laughs> score a touchdown in both the halves last week against the Panthers? You know the Vi- but that's the thing, Sal. I know. I'm, I'm a little hyped up about this, but we know the Vikings like can just have a really quiet half and score like 21. Yeah. This, you know, right. But, uh, I, I think I think they're going to be up for this game, the Vikings. Sal, I think right. the Vikings are going to be up for this game, and it's going to be a shootout. I think right. you think too. I think you think it's going to be. No, a high I think so. Game. How do you do? You think? I, wait a minute. What is this? I think we got a glimpse of something uh, horrific here. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. It's time for the H Dogs NFL. Play of the year. I'm releasing it, Sal. I'm doing it. I mentioned, listen, I mentioned yesterday. I mentioned yeah. yesterday that I kind of like this game. It's very interesting. Vikings were five and a half. Just because I mentioned it Just because I, I meant Darren. I mentioned it, and the game goes from five and a half down to four. So I'm taking the Vikings oh. at plus four. My NFL play of the year hit my WNBA play of the year, one by 38. Last year was the Bills over the Chiefs during the regular season, won that. And it's the Vikings plus four. We all know Minnesota was 11-0 last season, one-score game. So far this season, all four of their games have been one-score games. That's pretty good with a plus four on my side. Cousins leads the NFL in touchdown pass with 11. Three to Justin Jefferson, two last week. Defensively, uh, Daniil Hunter, five sacks. Harrison Smith was amazing last week in the second half against Carolina with a sack and got a fumble with Minnesota return for a touchdown. <laughs> Minnesota has lost by five points or more at home just one time in their last 13 games in Minneapolis. Kansas City has been fortunate 
only game Mahomes hasn't thrown a pick was first at the Bears. Come on, Captain Kirk. I'm back. H-Dog's back for one game. Let's squash the big tomato. <laughs> that was the worst. That was the worst rap yet, though. That was the worst rap yet. Yeah, no, no, that wasn't a rap. H-Dog <laughs> is actually Harry. So it's, it's no, official. that wasn't H-Dog. I, I don't think that was H-Dog. No way. Is that Harry? Harry. playing H-Dog? Yeah, I think so. I think I, so. Because I know. once I, I was trying to figure out, I, I I was wondering why the line went from five and a half to four. Me too. You're telling me it's a, a massive shirtless bald man uh, did it because you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, because wow. I mentioned it. Right, the yeah. chains. Yeah. Unbelievable. I know. I was, you right. mentioned it or H-Dog mentioned it? I don't know who mentioned it, but it was mentioned. I was, I was, I was thinking. Mikey Meatballs, find out who mentioned it. Let's, we got to go back in that tape and see. Who I was thinking it. Wow. when I see, when I see Harry, he reminds me of can't run DMC or LL <laughs> cool whip. You guys have any other ones? I don't know. I don't know. Oh man. I don't know. No, I think we did the, uh, <laughs> what was it? Uh, just his Bing. look. Just his look. Know. Yeah. I know. You did great, man. <laughs> He doesn't know what to do now. That was the hardest part, right? I know, right? It's your play of the year, huh? Let's do it. Come on, let's do it. Let's three All right, I got Paul again. I like yours too, but I'm, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Harry here. How can I not go with this play of the Captain year? Captain Kirk, come on, let's do it. <laughs> Kansas City stinks. <laughs> the big tomato. He's squashing. They the got big all tomato. the calls late in the game against the Jets. Not this week. Not this yeah. Sunday in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. No way. All right. All right, you want to put a shirt on so we don't throw up I our guess. dinners? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yes. <laughs> well, Farley Kid, there you go. All right. Please I actually like on. all yours. I like uh, the Captain Kirk. I like the Vikings and Chiefs both to score, touchdown in each half. And I like the Steelers plus four. Um, I think last week or the week before, I didn't like any of them. And they all won, right? Well, it was two weeks ago. Anyway. Uh, I've got Andre 3,000 pounds. <laughs> now everybody's looking at rappers. <laughs> what I just missed? I missed something. I got smoked. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Kanye East, West. Uh, yeah, Kanye we've done West, this. North and South. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Two pack of pudding. <laughs> well, that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, pasta rhymes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yo, you said LL Cool Whip. That's a good one. All right, we'll figure it out. Uh, Cousin Sal against the odds at gmail.com if you have Harry uh, rap names. But uh, that was pretty good. M&M's we had. That was good. Yeah. Um, hey, Brian, Harry, WNBA finals. I don't know. There was like three weeks off. They treated like the Super Bowl, right? There was a, <laughs> it was like a week and a half off or something. And now it's uh, Las Vegas and New York. Brian. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great series. The best series ever, and, best series ever in the yeah. finals. I mean, these are two, really? two super teams. Uh, the first time we've kind of seen this, but I mean, I don't Vegas lo- was good for the most, most of the year. They were the best team, but then uh, they were, New York beat them. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, these uh, are, a couple to these are by far the two best teams and yeah, Liberty won two of the last three. So I, I do think Liberty at plus one twenty plus one seventy five is somewhat of a steal here because Hmm. They were kind of dominant in two of those three games. And I just think they have a little bit more depth than the aces. Like if Candace Parker, she should have been on this aces team. I mean, she's been hurt. If she was playing, maybe it would be a little bit different story, but this is the yeah. same, pretty much the same aces team that won it last year. But uh, you know, this Liberty team to me just has so many players on it. I, I think, 
You know, I, I was mm-hmm. looking at them winning in four. <laughs> I think they, I think they win one of the first two in in uh, Vegas, and maybe they they come back here and win two. I, I hope they right. do. I hope they do. But I'm with you, and I also think at um, at ten to one for the MVP, which you can get on Fanduel. How do you pronounce Sabrina Yanescu? Yeah, yeah, you got it. That, yeah, Yanescu got- at ten to one. She averaged sixteen four and four during the regular season. But in her last four games against Las Vegas, she's averaged 23 points a game. And Brianna wow. Stewart, who um, is the uh, favorite to win the MVP on the uh, New York side, not so great against Las Vegas this year. In three, She averaged 23 points a game. In three of the five games versus Vegas, she scored 16 or less. Hmm. Okay. Well, I like her. There you go. I like it. Like and it. Harry, this was like your WNBA pick of the year or something, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, for this match. Yeah, back in August. Yeah, back in August. That was your that was your pick of the year for sure. All right, uh, we're gonna look, Polly Kid. You look like you have more names to give us here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't, no. um, but I no. guess I should. Uh, uh, Drake's coffee cakes, right? Drake. Yeah, Drake, yeah, Drake cake. Drake's cakes. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing this yeah. till about 5 a.m. now. It's 5 a.m. We're never going to go to It's like almost 2 in the morning. We're never going to go to bed. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cheese Whiz Khalifa. Did we do that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, uh, all right. First of all, a couple of announcements. Cousin Sal's winning weekend, and I am coming off a winning weekend, 9 and 5 last week, plus the same game parlay that I hit. So that's Friday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern on FanDuel TV. Check that out. The Parlay Kid is going to join me. Um, he put up winning numbers uh, when we went over the, what was it, two, three weeks ago, right, Parlay Kid? Three weeks ago. Like sure. 16 games. Yeah. We're going to do it again. We're going to give you winners. That's that. That's Cousin Sal's winning weekend. Uh, the Ringer Wise Guys Sunday pregame show. Check that out on FanDuel TV. And also next week against the Lots, three podcasts. I don't even know if you know this. Do you guys know this? You know this. You did tell us. We're doing us. a hockey and NHL preview. What are we doing that, Meatballs? Monday? And it's going to be up Tuesday? Something like that? I think that's what we're, uh, our plan is. Uh, it, we'll be giving out uh, Stanley Cup picks, Rookie of the Year, all sorts of things. You know, surprise teams, playoff team to make the playoffs to not make the play. Polly Kid, you can't give the Islanders as your best bet for everything. I'm telling you now. You can't <laughs> yeah. do it. I know. Right. No, uh, you know, maybe uh, Sorokin. No, MVP. no, no. Maybe don't do Maybe. it. You did it last year. <laughs> I think the year before can't do it. But anyway, any old check will be joining us as well. That's our NHL preview. And that's it for another episode of against all odds for Mikey meatballs in the D three. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. You must be 21 or older and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit C- 
ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York.